The best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. Oh my gosh, that's Donald Lawrence and the best is yet to come. I don't own the rights to this music, but the radio station does. How y'all doing this morning? Best is yet to come. I love that song. Today is the first day. My God, I love do-overs. I love start-overs. And guess what? I love the beginning of every week when Monday comes. I'm not like, oh my gosh, it's Monday. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's Monday. It's a time for me to start over. It's a time for me to complete things that I may not have been able to complete last week during the business week. So for me, it's like, it's Monday. Oh, I need to show you on my t-shirt. It's so cute. It says, keep faith. Uh, Dina. Uh, created this t-shirt, D- DPW Serenity. You will see me probably with a lot of bling on. Uh, and it's because I like bling. <laughs> I don't know. I like shiny things. I like for things to bling. So I'm super excited about, uh, I'm super excited about this and uh, this t-shirt. Isn't that something? I'm excited about this t-shirt. I'm always excited about a t-shirt. Well, good morning, y'all. Hey, we're back in this thing. It is what? It is Monday morning, and it's a good day. And I expect something good to happen today. And my mind is made up, and my faith is renewed. And I don't know. I'm just not going to expect anything less than what God has already provided and said for me. I've lived in my less than state way too long, way too long. And so I'm just at a place where I'm like, nope, I I get to live full. I get to live in the fullness of what God said I can live into the fullness of. I get to celebrate God all day, every day. I get to bless his name. I get to have good coffee and tea and coffee mugs. It's like one of my favorite mugs. Everybody knows how I feel about hashtag love. Um, I get to participate in what he's calling me into. I get all, I get to do all that. We get to do all of that. Um, big shout out to Father's Day. I didn't acknowledge that on Friday. I uh, wanted to make sure I acknowledge all our fathers. Um, happy Father's Day. I hope you guys had a good Father's Day. Uh, father's Day is a little bit different for us in the house since my husband had. My, my dad is alive. Uh, but when my husband made the transition, it just made a very different space for my boys. And so we just kind of tender where Father's Day is concerned. Actually, yesterday was the first Sunday we had been back in church since my husband transitioned. Like that was the first Sunday we had attended for Father's Day, not in church, but for Father's Day because it just was not, has not just been the best place for my boys. So big shout out to all of our um, my fa- our fathers, um, all the jobs, the great jobs that you've done to my dad, who's really, really dope, who lives in Flint, Michigan to all my surrogate fathers, to my spiritual fathers, and everybody just kind of who's led me in my place and helped me be the person that I am. Uh, what else? I hope you had a good weekend this morning. Shout out to all of you who endured the weekend, who are here by faith on this Monday morning. I just appreciate you. I want to start out early. If you are not registered on the website, go to the website. I'm going to take you by step by step. LakeishaMJohnson.com. Go and subscribe to the website. It'll have a little subscribe. We're not going to spam you. But what that does for you is that puts uh, you put you in communication with everything we're doing. July 6th, I think that's the date we have Feed the Streets coming up. 
We have a ladies Bible study, which is tomorrow tomorrow at 6 p.m. You can do it via online in our special group, Coffee and Conversations. Or you can do it with us at the coffee shop. And last Tuesday, we had that thing packed out. But I'm telling you, we start on time at 6 o'clock. So don't come late if you can't. Um, There's food. There's plenty to drink at the coffee shop. Uh, Make sure you get connected to that. We have the launch pad in which we've been offering free seminars, free courses for not just entrepreneurs, but just for anyone who wants to kind of find their way in life. My job, part of my kingdom assignment is as a purpose coach. And what I mean by purpose coach is for me to pull out the full potential in you of who you are in Christ Jesus, help tap you into your purpose, and to also help you break cycles. Because a lot of times we are in cycles, and those cycles are the things that are keeping us from walking in the fullness of our purpose. I'm not sure. I I used to think I was a life strategist. I used to think I was um, a life coach. And God said, no, I created you for something different. I created you to coach people in their purpose, to help them break cycles so that they can walk in the fullness of who they are and understand who they are as a writer, as a baker, as a songstress, as a songstress, as a corporate CEO. Because a lot of times we just don't understand our purpose. And that's why we settle for things that are less than. So LakeishaMJohnson.com ties you into all of that. And I'm telling you, we got some stuff coming down the pipe. Coming down the pipe. So if you don't want to miss our announcements, Copy and Conversations will be back in the fall. It's fall. The Saturday interviews will be. Uh, and so it's going to look a little different. I'm already getting my guests lined up. I'm so excited. We got some other things coming up. And if you're not watching it, you're going to miss what we have coming up. And I'm telling you, we're going to miss all. Uh, thank you. Oh, thank you to Condi. Uh, the book, my book, The Launch is out. If you don't have a copy of The Launch, you need a copy of The Launch. I'm not just saying it because I wrote it. I'm saying it because it's divinely inspired. I'm saying it because it'll keep you from making some of the mistakes that I made um, as an entrepreneur. And if you can't conceive it, ask the Holy Spirit to open you up to receive it. And let me just shout Dakandi out right now. Thank you, Dakandi. He's been following the ministry for a long time. He's always sharing material. Thank you for doing Big shout outs to my partners. I'll be sending out our partner, um, our special partner uh, video cast this week. So thank you for all to all of you guys that continuously partner with the ministry, ties so seeds into the ministry. It's helping us get the gospel throughout the world and helping us change and impact lives everywhere. I promise you, you'll see your ties are not in vain, and I appreciate you. We'll be sending out our partner video um, that's just for our partners, the bonus area for our partners, which also, remember, um, partners, when we have special events, you get like 25% off. Um, We're working on some other things where you're going to be able to get products and different things off. And you also get preference um, if something happens and you're not registered for an event. You get partner preference when we have an event and we got something coming down the pipeline. I can't tell you what it is, but I just want you to stay tuned because we got something coming up, an event that's coming up that is going to bless you. Um, And don't forget about Feed the Streets. Anything else? I'm trying to think of anything else. Well, those are all our morning announcements. I want to get into the word today. I just want to get into the word today. And I'm hoping the word today brings you into new revelation into the fullness of who God called. Oh, thank you, Miss Sandra. 
Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, thank you for that. Every time someone sends me a text or tells me how the launch is impacting their life, man, y'all testimonies help. So share your testimonies, post them on the page, uh, put them on the comments, put them on the website, just invite people in and post and comment. I promise it makes a difference in you. Um, if you're not in the Coffee and Conversations Ladies Bible Study private group, get in that group. I release things in there that are just specific for this group. This weekend I talked about cycles because the Holy Spirit kept bringing me back to this period of cycles, saying we got to break these cycles, these cycles. Our human nature likes repetitive patterns. And because our re human nature likes repetitive patterns, it's easy for us to keep in the same cycle and be in the same circumstance and the same situation because our mind has so been so used to operating. That's why some of you guys will keep, and I mean you guys like us, when I say you guys, I'm not alienating myself. That's why some of you will return to the same patterns and into the same relationships because you've been caught up in cycles and your human nature is so unconditioned and used to the cycle. And if you don't allow Jesus to come in, my God, and to break you out your norm and you don't allow the Holy Spirit. And I asked the Lord this week and I said, why are we in repetitive cycles? And he said, because that is the part of your life that you will not yield to the Holy Spirit. You won't allow me to check it. You keep handling it on your own. You keep doing it your way. And you just keep cycling back to the same thing. And you know what insanity is? Doing the same thing again and again and expecting different results. And so part of my part of the breakers anointing on my life is to break you out of cycles so that you can walk into the fullness of who God called you to be. But you got to receive the word of the prophet. You got to receive the word of the preacher or you got to make a decision that, you know what? I'm sick of this. <laughs> I'm tired of this church. I'm tired of this. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm tired of this. I'm not going to continue in these same cycles and patterns that don't allow me to walk into the fullness of who I'm called to be. God didn't call you to be in a less than state. That's the devil's lie for you. And that's what he loves to tell you consistently and constantly that you should live in this less than state. And God is like, no. <laughs> and we can already see this in just a second. God is like, no. So I just want to admonish you to do some things. If you need wisdom, read a chapter of Proverbs every day. If you need more love, read about more love. Everybody knows I have a thing. Take two scriptures three times a day and apply them to the situation. One of the reasons I'm really, 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 really big on confessions is because I know that they establish a thing. And I hear you, Holy Ghost. <laughs> they establish a thing. Let me read something over you real quick and then let us get in the word today. I'm going to read Proverbs 5 over you. I always try to yield way to the Holy Spirit. So I need to read Proverbs 5. It says, my son, pay attention to my wisdom. My God, my God, my God. Listen carefully to my wise counsel. Then you will show discernment and your lips will express what you've learned. My God, do you hear that? Your lips are going to express what you've learned, right? But it's not just going to be mental ascent. Your actions are going to line up as well. For the lips of an immoral woman are as sweet as honey, and her mouth is smoother than oil. Watch out for slick talk. <laughs> Watch out for slick talk. But in the end, she is bitter as poison, as dangerous as a double-edged sword. Her feet go down to death. Her steps lead straight to the grave. For she cares nothing about the path to life. She staggers down a crooked trail and doesn't realize it. 
So now my sons, listen to me. Never stray away from what I'm about to say. Stay away from her. Don't go near the door of her house. If you do, you will lose your honor and will lose to the merciless people all you have achieved. Strangers will consume your wealth and someone else will enjoy the fruit of your labor. My God. In the end, you will groan in anguish. When disease consumes your body, you will say, how I hated discipline. My God. If only I had not ignored all the warnings. Oh, why didn't I pay attention to my teachers? Why didn't I pay attention to my instructors? I've come to the brink of utter ruin, and now I must face public disgrace. Drink from water from your own well. Share your love only with your wife. Why spill the water of your springs in the street, having sex with just anyone? And I need you to tell you something. This isn't just about sex. There's a deepness to this that you need to let the Holy Spirit... These are just even wrong. Man, it's so, so much to this. It says, drink water. Why spill the water of your springs in the streets, having sex with just anyone? Why just be in any kind of relationships, living any kind of life, doing absolutely any kind of thing? You should reserve it for yourselves. Never share it with strangers. Let your wife be a fountain of blessing for you. And you know, often the, <laughs> we are the bride of Christ. The church is the bride of Christ. And often we were... Um, we were used or the correlation was used as us as a bride. So God doesn't want us tied to absolutely just anything that's going to keep us from walking in the fullness of what we're supposed to. It says, let your wife be a fountain of blessing for you. Rejoice in the wife of your youth. She is a loving dear, a graceful doe. Let her breast satisfy you always. May you always be captivated by her love. Why be captivated, my, my son, by an immoral woman? or fondle the breast of a promiscuous woman. For the Lord sees clearly, my God, what, what a man does, examining every path he takes. An evil man is held captive by his own sins. They are ropes that catch and hold him. He will die for lack of self-control. He will be lost because of great foolishness. Man, that Proverbs alone, man, come on now. That Proverbs alone. That Proverbs alone sets the tone for what we're going to talk about today. That Proverbs alone leads us into a, a deeper place, or it should for me, for me it did, a place of repentance. Every time I read that Proverbs, it just reminds me of being cautious, taking in wisdom, listening to my instructors, when my pastors, when people of the gospel are teaching, taking that word. That's why I tell you, take notes. Because even though you may not get revelation, I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday and she and I had both been given the same book years ago. And when she went back in the book, she said, I read this book and I remember absolutely nothing. And I told her, I said, your eyes just were not open to it yet. And you didn't receive it into your heart. And so taking the wisdom that comes from above, God talks to us directly. Jesus will commune with you, but also taking the wisdom and instructions from your teachers. When people are trying to share something with you, um, offense usually will try to keep you, my God, from receiving what God wants to do for you. Offense will come in. Offense will come in to steal your joy, to steal your peace. So when you find somebody that is wiser and they're really operating according to the word and they live in the word, then you want to take that instruction, especially when they're trying to help break cycles off your life. So we're going to see this today. When Jesus is dealing with the Samaritan woman, we've been on this study. We've been on the grave robber series. Can I tell you something? When we preach Jesus, oh God, you spiritually 
come alive. The Holy Spirit is on the scene and he moves in. When you, when I, when we preach Jesus, when you preach Jesus, when you share Jesus, the ministry of reconciliation opens a person up and everything that is dry and everything that is dead then comes back alive. That's why it's not enough for us just to give you hype hope. I can't give you just hype hope. I can't just hype you up. I just can't talk to you about, oh my gosh, how blessed you're going to be. That's, that's a no brainer. You're going to be blessed when you start pursuing God like crazy. You're going to be blessed. But I do need to share with you from time to time or most often what Jesus requires of us and what, how we're supposed to be living. So we're, we're, we're at this place. We're at the woman at the well. Um, and she's, uh, he's asking for a drink. And she says, you're a Jew and I'm a Samaritan. And we've already established she's not supposed to be out there at that time. We've already established that she's a woman and she should not be talking to a man. We've already established those things. And since we've already established those things, we need to remember that those things are important. When God gives us the historical context, when we begin to look back at things, those things are super important for us. Um, Melissa Brunch, right? You so important. You so right. We think we know everything. The funny thing is, I used to operate in that. I used to think I knew absolutely everything. I used to think I need to talk. Now I'm like, no. The the words I give to you is wisdom. And when that thing in me tries to rise up, where I have to act like I know it all, I catch myself, and I'm like, no. I'm going to be wise. When I'm in front of my apostle them, I'm learning not to say a whole lot because they're wiser. They've been in ministry 30 years. I've been in ministry 18 years. They've been in ministry 30 something years. And so I know that they have a wisdom that comes from God. So, and she's been, she's getting ready to encounter the, the ultimate wisdom. So the woman was surprised and she says, you're a Jew. I'm a Samaritan woman. Why are you asking me for a drink? Jesus replied, if you only knew the gift God has for you and who you are speaking to, you would ask me and I would give you living water. It says, but sir, you don't have a rope or a bucket, she said, and this well is very deep. Where would you get this living water? And besides, do you think you're greater than our ancestor Jacob who gave us this well? She didn't even know who she was talking to. She didn't even know who she was talking to. And I've asked myself, what periods of my life have I not, have I been so resistant to you that I haven't heard you? I haven't heard the Holy Spirit. She didn't even realize who she was talking to. So it says, but sir, you don't have a rope or a bucket. She said, and this, and I, and I know when we've been that way, I've been that way. Sometimes somebody will bring us a word through somebody and because we haughty and because we don't want to hear God or because it ruffles our feathers or because it doesn't align or it's not keeping in or tapping into our gravitational pull. How they gonna tell me something anyway? We start trying to pick it apart or change it into something else. And we'll start, we'll start looking at the carnal side of this instead of pausing enough to say, Holy Spirit, what are you trying to tell me in this circumstance or in this situation? So she comes back and says, but sir, you don't have a rope or a bucket. She said, and this well is very deep. Where would you get this living water? And besides, do you think you're greater than our ancestor Jacob who gave us this well? How can you offer better water than he and his sons and his animals enjoy? Jesus replied, anyone who drinks this water, my God, will soon become thirsty again. But those who drink the water I give will never be thirsty again. It becomes a fresh bubbling spring within them, giving them eternal life. Jesus was saying, girl, I got what it takes to wet you up. I, I love him. I mean, I'm just not trying to make it carnal, but that's what he's saying. He was like, I got what you need. And remember, Jesus needed to go through Samaria. Samaria wasn't the quickest way, but God is about to set an, a divine appointment. My 
God for Samaria. Mine is uh, God is about to set a divine appointment for Samaria. Guess what? God has the capability to set the same divine appointment with you. Will you continue to be wise in your own eyes or will you be open to receive the truth and the divine appointment that God is about to set for you? He's about to set for you. He's about to create an opportunity for you. And most of us, it's already been offered through Jesus. We just don't understand the ministry of reconciliation. We don't know he's come. He's already dealt with this and we're still holding on. We don't understand we're justified. I was reading something the other day, just as if I've never sinned. And so we so consumed and caught up in these dry, barren places that we're missing the opportunity to come full circle. So he says, anyone who drinks, please, sir, the woman said, give me this water. Then I'll never be thirsty again, and I won't have to come here to get water. She's still thinking carnal, and Jesus is offering her something that's a lifetime. She's still thinking, uh, she's still thinking about something that doesn't, that measures to this world. And he's like, I'm trying to give you something that's not about just this world. I'm trying to give you something that's beyond what you think. Um, can I tell you something? Um, Imagine that God is most glorified when human participation is most excluded. Jesus did not diminish his glory one bit by asking the help. He was, he was asking for her cooperation in this. Do you know the Holy Spirit needs your co cooperation in order to do the greater work in you? Do you know that you have to open yourself up to the Holy Spirit and say, search my heart? Um, Father, I give you permission because if you do not, your heart, and st heart stays hardened. Do you know this is why you got to consistently uh, renew your mind in the word? Because what he was offering her is, I'm trying to give you, I'm trying to give you rest because you're weary. That's what he was saying to her. I'm trying to refresh in you. I'm trying to give you something because I know. She came to that well in the middle of the day. There is no doubt in my head that she was at that well because she was weary. There's no doubt in my head today, my God, that she was at the well because she was weary. She was weary. She was tired of the lifestyle. She was tired of the things that she'd been doing. She probably was at the point where she was about to get up. But because she was so carnate, she did not receive the word of the prophet. She didn't receive him as a prophet yet. She just received him as a man talking by the well. And a lot of times we miss the opportunity because we're looking for some big, I taught a discipleship class yesterday, Sunday school. And one of the things I said, sometimes we're looking for a prophecy and the, prof the word is the prophecy. When Jesus started declaring things, he was the prophecy. Remember John 1, the word was with God. Jesus was with God from the beginning. So he said, um, he said, uh, she comes back. She says, please, sir. So, so he knows she's still carnal because she said, give me this. I'll never be thirsty again. And I will have to give her the water. So finally he said, I'm going to have to show her that, that this is a little bit more than what she thinks it is. And he begins to prophesy to her. And he says, sir, this is what I love. Um, I, I, this is what I love. He says, so do me a favor. Go get your husband. And I'm sure, because we're not getting the fullness of it, I'm sure there was a gasp. I'm sure there was a, uh, <laughs> I'm sure there was something. And we, the the scribes and stuff argue. They're trying to, they haven't figured out yet if she is um, in an adulterous relationship or if she's just been married multiple times. And there's a, 
thing about divorce and remarrying and all of that, you got to look at the biblical point of view behind divorce. And so he says that, he says, do me a favor, go get your husband. <laughs> and she has to pause. And she has to pause. I, I know for a fact the prophetic is sent to jar you. So anytime someone is giving you a prophetic word or prophesied or spoke a word into your life, go back to the point of what they said because the prophetic is always sent to jar you. I know that it is. It opens our eyes. It brings us to a point. Somebody said, go get your boo thing. I'm just saying it brings you to a, a point in which it jars you. It's the same thing with the word. When we start prophesying or really spending time in the word, it's sent to jar you. It's sent to bring you out of your natural state into your conversation. So he said, go and call your husband. He's not here. And it's already, the, uh, the situation is already where he's really not supposed to be talking to her in public anyway without her husband present, right? He's not supposed to be talking to her without her husband present at all. He really isn't. So I think he's just like, go and get your husband. So she comes back and she says, but I have no husband. He said, oh, you're right. You've had no husband. You've had absolutely five husbands. <laughs> Christ has different doors for entering into different people's souls. Sometimes he enters into understanding. Sometimes he enters into by affections. Sometimes he enters into you by fear. Sometimes he enters into you by hope. But he entered her. He had to wake her conscience. He had to wake her conscience. The prophetic will wake your conscience to things that have been dead and destroyed. Because some of us have been operating. Remember, I told you, humans like human repair. This is so good. Not just for you, for me. I think I'm always grateful when God gives me revelation. So he had to wake her conscience. He spoke to her conscience. He had to shake her up a little bit for her to understand that he knew exactly who she was. That God was revealing revealing to this to him by the Holy Spirit. So he had to wake her conscience because he comes back and says, you're right. And the one you have now is not your husband. It was an embarrassing issue. Um, her sinful life needed to be confronted, right? And what he was asking her in this moment is I need you to decide who you love more. I need you to decide who you love more. I need you to decide at this moment if you're gonna want the living water. He didn't want her dependent upon anything else. He didn't want her living in a less than state. He says to her, I need you to decide now who you're gonna love more. Either you're gonna love your flesh, Either you're going to love this man, either you're going to love this circumstance, either you're going to love this lie, either you're going to love this circumstance or this situation, or you're going to make a decision to love me more. He did, Paula Williams. He called her out with tough love. He called her out with tough love. And sometimes tough love has to be in place. Sometimes tough love has to be in place. I love when my friends or those that I have in my life come back and be like, uh-uh. That's not for you. So he called her out in tough love. He didn't, he wasn't trying to embarrass her. He didn't do all of this when the disciples were present. He just came back and said, guess what? And that's not your, that's not your husband either. He showed, he said, that's not your husband either. That's not who it is. That's not what I'm calling you to be. He was trying to persuade her to give, get, so that when I give you this water, and you have to recognize that in the Bible, a lot of times when Jesus healed, converted, and came encounter with a person, he would always say, go and sin no more. There's a reason that he said, I didn't want to sin anymore. And tomorrow we're going to get into what happens next because of this moment and change that happened in her life. She begins to walk in ministry of reconciliation and her story is going to reconcile others to christ so but he had to call her at this place 
you have to realize, go back what I said, Christ has different doors for entering into different people's souls. He enters by understanding. He enters by affection. He comes by the way of fear to another by way of hope. And this way he had to come and wake her conscience. So you cannot be afraid of Christ wakening your conscience. So you are, the worst mistake that anybody can make is detach from the thing that's giving you life. My God. You got to have discernment. You got to have wisdom. You got to have knowledge. And a lot of times we don't want Christ pushing us outside our comfortable places because we built those patterns because we've lived like that for so long because we created that as a norm, not realizing that is the one thing that is the one thing that's been hindering her and keeping her. But yes, Paula Norman is right. He also gave her free will to make a decision. He gave her, I'm about to offer you a, 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 a situation, something of a lifetime. Guess what? Jesus is offering us the same thing today. Jesus is absolutely offering you the same thing today. Let me pray for you. I'm going to pray, pray that your eyes be open and you be called to another level of discernment. Father God, I thank you. I thank you, Father God, that we are not wise in our own eyes. I thank you, Lord God, you are calling us to higher plights to higher plateaus, Lord God, to another level of discernment in you. Father God, that we operate in the wisdom with the Holy Spirit guiding us, Lord God, that we not be wise in our own eyes, Lord God, that we tap into and hold on to our teachers of truth, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that we are not scrambled in our thinking, that we not do not continue to scramble, Father God, for your word. We thank you, Father God, for a fresh anointing, my God. We thank you, Father, your precious presence, Lord God. We thank you for the hostile takeover, Lord God, that you are taking over our lives and we begin to see and discern, my God, like never, ever before. I thank you for the wisdom coming upon your people for all ages, Lord God. Strengthen them to walk in your truth. Strengthen them to walk in your glory. Father God, I thank you that their hearts are open and we are plucking up all the negative seeds and all the things that do not align with your word. My God, give us your glory. Jesus, give us your holiness. Holy Spirit, trump over everything that we've thought or ever believed. We thank you, Jesus Christ, that the resurrecting power, the ministry of reconciliation is operating full in our life and we will not quench you. We destroy every door of the enemy and we cancel the assignment of the enemy. My God. And we will we take it by faith in Jesus name. Amen. In Jesus name. Amen. We thank you, Lord God, for this word. I'll see y'all back here in the morning. Put a pen in that. Put a pen in that. That's establishing some facts. Put a pen in that so we can meditate and walk into the fullness of what God called us to be. Invite somebody else in tomorrow. I love you so much. Do me a favor. Go be loved today. Let someone else experience this Christ. Don't be over there sullen, mad with a bad attitude, break out today, go be loved, let someone else experience. Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.